Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you've listened to Sex Talk with my mom before, and you've thought to yourself, oh my god, these voices are just getting me all horned up. I gotta see what these people look like. Well, guess what? You can see us. Go to YouTube. YouTube.com. Search for Sex Talk with my mom. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. So I think I can do this. I can take my bra off on the airplane. No way. No one's going to know it. No way. No way is right. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. Welcome to this freaky family. I'm his mother. We know you're the mother. What do well, you I just want to make sure that those of you who the show never called heard Sex the, Talk with my mom, they don't know that I'm necessarily the mom. Who the fuck else are you going to be? That's a good point. My sister? No, but okay. Oh, Yvette, we're going to talk about that later on. <laughs> we had a family trip home. It we, involved some excrement. We'll, we'll oh get into God. it. Oh my God! What is that called when you? Spoiler alert? Yeah, spoiler. You spoiled. We didn't spoil it. Before we get in, we'd like to start every episode with a question of the week, a sneaky freak question of the week. And this week's question is brought to you by Like a Kitten. We love Like a Kitten. We they, like to make you purr like a kitten. That's right. Like a Kitten makes these incredible boxes full of all of your sexy, sexy essentials. We'll get into it in a bit. But this week, they sponsored this question, which is, have you ever experienced stale sex? And if so, how'd you get past it? First of all, for our listeners, define what is stale sex, mother. I think when it gets to be routine and kind of boring and just kind of ma- like just just not even like being present. And you're just fucking sitting there and you're like, when is this going to be over? Well, who's I sitting? can't get you lying there. Yeah, lying like a starfish. Like a starfish. You're it's so stale, you're not even sitting up. You're not you're a dead starfish. I love sitting up and, and fucking Oh my God! Well, how do we fun. Get, how do we get it onto you all of a sudden? Well, I'm just saying, if you, if you need to, exp- I've for the record have never experienced stale sex. I've never been with someone long enough to experience stale sex. <laughs> Every time I've had sex, it's been a fucking fireworks. I'm hyperventilating, almost I'm passing next, out. Next to passing out, even yeah. when you're in a, in a strip club. I almost passed out in a strip club once. I know that's why I brought. That I had up. I had to ask her to stop the lap dance <laughs> because I was getting lightheaded. Who does that? I bet you were the only person that ever entered that strip club that said that. And I was the only person who entered wearing one of those caps with a little propeller on it. Oh, that's attractive. That was, you know what? I don't what, believe... I'm trying to attract the stripper? No, I'm, I'm already having to pay for her presence. Oh, my God. Why were you wearing a beanie with a little like, helicopter on it? Yeah, I was in a bachelor party, and this is what this is actually my idea that we all went in for. Anyway, that's kind of... It, it, I don't experience stale sex at this point in my life, unfortunately. I wish I were in a relationship long enough to experience stale sex. And if I were to experience stale sex, you know what I would suggest? What? Like a kitten? I would say um, some breathing exercises. Why are you look? Your eyes roll in the back of your fucking head. What is that? So, okay, you're having some really boring sex with your partner. You've got to get like, into oh, the body. Breathe, breathe. Let's breathe together. Let's fucking, you inhale, I'll exhale, oh I'll my exhale. God. In, what? 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 Okay, go on. You think on. that's going to... How could that make it more stale? No, it's going to liven it up. It's going to bring some energy into the body. You know, the It's p- going to bring your consciousness into the okay, body. Okay, just imagine 10 years from now, you yeah. have two kids. Yeah. You're get, experiencing stale sex with your wife. Yes. And she's, she, all she's thinking about is like, let's just get this over with because I got a shitload of things to do in the morning and I want to have some time to myself. And I say, okay, let's, let's slow say, it down, yeah. honey. 
Let's slow it down, get into the body, Let's feel the sensations. That's how you're going to make it less stale. And she's going to be like, shut the fuck up, Cam, and just go down to Bone Town or whatever, <laughs> whatever you call it. <laughs> she, you think my wife is going to be saying, let's go down to Bone Town? No, she'd be like, can we get on with this? How about a massage? You don't think at that point in our relationship we would have done breathing exercises and she would have been, been into this situation? I don't know what the hell she's going to think. I, I just I just feel that it's going to be a disaster. I think you have in your mind that I have stale sex or boring sex to begin with. Well, if you're... Yes. Wrong. If you're saying... My sex is on fire. Your sex it's is on fire. fireworks sex. Yeah, you're like the Kings of Leon, sex on fire. Sex on fire. Yeah. They, they wrote that song about me. I'm sure they did. They said, Camp Hoder, he, he has some fiery sex. Okay, how do you, Miss fucking sex aficionado, fucking president of sex... <laughs> President of sex. Oh, why am I the president of sex? Yeah, Miss President of sex. I, I've concluded that based on our sneaky freaks out there, I am fucking boring as fuck sex. First of all, have you ever experienced stale sex? All the time. No, I'm just all kidding. The time? No, no, I'm just that was a joke. I have experienced it when I'm like not really in the mood, but I feel like it's it'll be good for us to do it because you know there's some buildup of uh, hormones that need to be released. So it's like a fucking chore. Um, not as not exactly a chore, but it's like, as Nina Hartley says, there's daily dick and special occasion cock. You know, I sometimes think about what she said on our show once where she talked. I think she talked about she was talking about stale sex, actually. Oh, and well, she I, was talking about ways to combat it. And she, and she was like, she imagining turning the crank and you like, it's, it sounded like a machine that she turns the crank. And then once it's going, it's fucking going like a yeah, train. Yeah. This is the image that she painted in my mind. Anyway, so what? you've experienced stale sex. I was married for 24 years to the same partner. So inevitably, then I'm with 14 years with the ne next partner. So inevitably, it's not always going to be like you walk in the room and he throws throws me up against the wall. Because if he did that, I'd be like, "What the fuck did you ruin my hair for?" So what what do you do? You do a different sex script as Ian, what? Ian Kerner. Ian Kerner. That's it. He came on our show and the he wrote a incredible book. Incredible sex therapist. And he liked my sex script. Which changes over time. <laughs> so what is it? First of all, what, what is a sex script? That is basically uh, something that you share. Is It's like a little, I guess if you were going to write a little brief synopsis of your sex and how it works. Okay. So in my mind, it's a very detailed explanation, a play-by-play -play of every single detail of your usual sex script. So well, say, if people want to hear my sex script, it is on that episode, and I'm not going to go through that again, but it is a good one. Okay, so but basically, I mean, the reason he talks about sex scripts... It's like chapters in a book. Okay. The reason he talks about sex scripts is because when he's with a, a new couple, and they're saying they got sales sex, or maybe he's with one well, of the them... Well, the book, do you remember what the book's title is? No. Do you? Tell me about the last time you had sex. Exactly. So he says that question, and then he then the person starts going, oh, well, you know... Yeah, it was Tuesday. We fucked in missionary, and that was it. And then he goes, "No, no, 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 no. What actually happened? Where were you? Who initiated? How did you initiate? You know, were the lights on? Where in the where in the apartment were you? On the bed? Are you on the floor? Are you in a chair? Are you? And yeah, in were your you case, wearing clothes? Did she undress you? Did you undress her? Did, 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 did what? Were you on the zubatan? Were you on the zubatan? Zabutan. Zabutan. Which is a meditation cushion for those who don't know what a zabutan. And you're sitting there breathing on the zabutan. I'm never fucking on the zabutan, mom. Okay. Anyway, the point is he asks all, like, he wants to get a full explanation of what the fuck is going on. Not because he's some horny bastard, but because... He might be a horny bastard. He might be a horny bastard. But it's because he then says, okay, tweak this part of it. If, and it might completely aliven things. And he didn't have any comments for me. He, he didn't. He, he, he gave said, me an A+. Plus. He did. You know, that's what's good about being ADD and having an ADD partner. You're always doing something new. It's always, it doesn't get stale all that much, but it, it can get stale because it's just basically monogamy in its, in and of itself is, yeah. a, is a difficult construct because it basically great sex is with a variety of partners. And so the only way you can get the variety of partners is, is if it's in your mind. Oh, I don't know if I agree with this. So you got a better way? Listen to this. Listen oh, to this no. idea. What? Why? This is going to be Cam Suppers. This is not Cam Suppers. Why don't uppers? we save this for Cam Suppers? No. Okay. You know where I'm going with this? Nope. But I, I'm sure that I'll be able to float along. This is a little bit like it. This is an Alan Watts idea. Oh. Alan Watts, famous philosopher, talks about how at his he wishes he could be at his funeral. He already passed away. So maybe he was at his own funeral. He wished he could be at his own funeral so that he could look out of the audience and he'd see 
everyone he's known in his life, but they'd all be there for what he says is a different person because they, they met him at all different parts of his life. Oh, that's interesting. He appeared to them in all different ways. So maybe it's a, a child so, and then he just knew it was a teenager. Also, like the way that I, can, I express myself to you is different than the way I express myself to my friends, to my sexual partners, all, all sorts of things. So what I'm trying to say is it, you could be a new person by emphasizing different parts of your personality in the bedroom. This is a way to spice things up. Yeah. Why do you look so glazed over? I'm. Where are you going with this? You. I already. That was the point. Okay. I made the point. All right. Thank you for sharing that point. You completely did did not I, listen. I, I lost you somewhere along the line of when Alan Watts was at a funeral. You said it was, it was you said his own before, funeral. You you said before the show that your intention was to listen to me. I'm trying to listen, but I don't know where it's going. What percent of what I say do you think you comprehend? About forty. You think you forty percent? <laughs> I wonder That's if the it. sneaky freaks out. Oh, maybe got up to 50 or 60. No, I hear you, but I just didn't know what, what the Alan Watts' funeral had to do with my sex script. Because you show up in the bedroom, you can be a different person to them. What you does that have to do with to the Coolidge a, effect? Because that you don't need to go with a different partner necessarily. You can choose to emphasize a certain part of your personality or you can, you know. That's what I said too, Cam. I said that that's why it's good to be ADD. Okay. Because you can be different people at different times and you can switch on a dime. It is evidenced by this, this, conversation this conversation. derailed completely. But we, we do have Sneaky Freaks answers to this. We do. Sneaky Freaks are our wonderful listeners. You too can be a Sneaky Freak by texting us at 310-356-3920. Give us a text. We'll text you a weekly question. That's pretty much it. We don't do any other solicitation. It's no, but pretty fun. It would, it would be a good idea, though, if you have other friends that listen, or family members, or parents or children that listen to the podcast, tell them about this text line, because we'd love to hear, get different perspectives. And we got some different perspectives. Oh, do we ever. Okay, so let. So the question was, have you ever experienced stale sex? And if so, how'd you get past it? Okay, I would like to begin by reading Tom the Elder Statesman's response. Did you want to read it? Go read it. I don't care. I, the only thing you said, you said you, who do you want to read? Who do you want to read the comments? And I said, well, I'll just read Tom's. And you, and you okay. And then the first thing Mr. Listener said is, oh, I think I'll begin by reading Tom's. The I didn't think you were so dedicated to Tom's. I thought you just wanted to read one of them. All right. All right. So read it, mother. No, I think we should read someone's first. Who's? I mean, I wanted to get a variety in and then read Tom's. <laughs> All right. I'll just read a random one. Okay. This is from... Mike, he says, we had recently experienced this, actually. What we did was get books on Kama Sutra and BDSM, and that has really spiced it up. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, read a few books shit. together. Start whipping each other. Start whipping each other. Do some tie, tying them up. It doesn't have to be that violent. Start whipping each other. Some Jesus. BDSM. Why not? All right. Well, then you have... Bronson? <laughs> yes, Bronson. Bronson said, I'm into some weird shit, so if it's stale, I'm moving on. You have to find someone compatible or it will never work. Interesting. That's a hot take. Do you, uh, do you agree with this? I think you do have to be compatible, but I think you can learn from each other. But what about anyone who go, grows stale? I always believe in premarital, premarital sex. Yeah, but inevitably, most sex couples well, yeah, experience, we'll experience staleness. Yeah. I think he meant in general if it wasn't there in, in, initially. He's, oh, maybe. Okay, that's fine. I don't even know if Bronson's a guy or a girl. Anyway. Well, I'd like to read what Tom says. Yes, read what Tom says, please. Tom is usually the elder statesman, but we never know who will be the elder statesman. I'm close to, I'm close to Tom's age, but not as... as He's got 10 years on me, I believe. Something he's like 70. That. Only 70? Yeah, every fucking episode. We, you I call thought him he was 73. like 72, 71. And okay. he always texts us saying, no, I'm 70 years old. Okay, he's 70, but he acts like he's 39. Okay, he's, he said, yep, if you are married nearly 50 years, sex can get a bit stale from time to time. Change the partner may or may not be an option. Change the location. This is the part I like the best. Banging on a kitchen table. Yes. Or better yet, take a vacation. You know, he likes to swing in the jungle too. <laughs> take, her, take her swinging in the jungle. I added, okay, change the position. No explanation needed. Change the fantasy, but call a former lover. 
And I know you don't agree with this because you're all, all about being present. I am fine with it okay. if both parties are on board. Oh, that's a new thing. That's not a new thing. Or let porn take you somewhere new and taboo. Again, I doubt you'd ever do that. I would definitely do that. You know, what's going on here? I did not think that you would appreciate when I would say that when I'm having sex that I fantasize about other things and you always I like, just that's not being present. I would like both parties to be on the same page. So then there's nothing wrong with fantasizing, but, you know, one person's fantasizing about bunny rabbits, the other person's fantasizing about, you know, bukkake. Who the fuck is fantasizing about bunny rabbits? I don't know. What's that called? Cosplay? <laughs> you know, well, furries? Furries. All right. Anyway, and let me finish Tom the Elder Statesman's. Or if you're lucky, your partner will initiate this change in some wild way. Right. You know what that means. I just feel like Tom is like Tarzan and he's in the jungle. He's got his little tiny little Speedo on. He's got Speedo. gray chest hair and he's going, like, like like a like a gorilla. I want to tell the listeners something. When this text came in, we were in the car. You and I. Yes. And you said, you know, I think I'd have good sex with Tom. It sounds like he and I are in the same wavelength. It's all Tom needs right now. Talk about, he's probably mm -hmm. fantasizing about you at this moment. Well, we're equally fantasizing about each other. I got him I got him as a jungle boy. Jungle boy. Drew said, had a hookup with a girl who was taking talking a big game. But when it came down to it, she was very stale. I got past <laughs> it by coming on her face and tits. Oh, my God. Well, he, he showed her, didn't he? <laughs> Wait. You know what's interesting is coming on the face or tits seems like that. That's at that point, things have already been spiced up because you're, you're ejaculating. Have you, you ever you done something like that? Coming on the face and tits? Yes. Well, I talked about in the last episode or a couple episodes ago that I sprayed in a girl's hair on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> but that was an accident. It wasn't like a, like... Oh, let me emulate some porn thing. No, certainly not. I'm not so into it. I'm not into it either. It's very degrading in my mind. I, I agree. And I was once with a guy who literally said, because I, I was like, some new, people like the degrading. Really single. And I was like, you know, I'd watch porn. And I'm like, maybe he wants to come on my face. And I asked him, he's like, I would never degrade you like that. I thought that was very admirable. Yeah, but some some people like to, to be degraded, get bukkakied all over the fucking place. I'm aware of that, Cam. Okay. Liz says, Yes, I've gotten past stale in a variety of ways. In my marriage, I left it. <laughs> that, that's a good remedy for stale sex. Leave. In my long-term relationship, we got past stale spots with non-monogamy and also by trying new things to add a sense of, of shared adventure. Altoids for oral, biting, spanking, oh new locations, and anal. There you go. She she likes to spice it up, and I concur with a lot of what she said. What Have you, you ever done Altoids? I've done that. You've done Altoids with yeah, oral? It's old school. Old school? Old school. You ever tried Pop Rocks? In your asshole? Not in my asshole? <laughs> no, I've never done anything sticky down there because, I mean, I shouldn't say. Well, what about Altoids? They probably got aspartame and all sorts of shit in there. I'm thinking uh, it's when, you're give, when uh, someone is giving oral sex to someone, and it usually it's involving a blowjob. Yeah, because the blowjob, the penis is less, you know, pH sensitive. No, because I what? think it has to do with uh, sensitization. What? Yeah. Sensitization? The mints. It makes it more sensitive or something? Something like that. All right. Anyway, that's something I don't, I have no idea if I should be recommending that to people. Uh, Cassie says, when my sex life was stale, I started listening to sex and relationship podcasts. I heard advice on one of the shows that said to work on yourself and sometimes your partner will follow suit. So I began working on myself and updating my partner with my own discoveries and curiosities. In turn, we talked about sex more often and tried some new things. I found a roadblock in myself that I didn't know existed and have been working through it with my partner, learning new communication skills and sexual superpowers as we go. Brilliant. Cassie. Cassie. That's awesome. We fucking love you, Cassie. That's amazing. I remember also doing the same kind of thing. What, doing a little research? I was reading a book, I think at the time, it was a long time ago. I don't remember which partner even this was with, but I, it was called Cake. 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 What is that? That's another synonymous word for vulva. It was about eating pussy or something? Yeah. <laughs> so I highlighted a few pages, handed it off to my partner. It was all good. It's wonderful. Yeah. You know, I went to a... Uh, <laughs> I got a snort from our, our videographer back there. Handed it off to the partner. It was all good. I went to a party last night 
or yesterday um, where there were some sex people there. Some sex people. It was one of the pleasure podcast people at a birthday party. I went over there and I met the woman that, that came up with laurels. You know what those are? Those, oh, yeah. You gave me some of those. latex panties. Yeah, yeah. That, and then, you know, allegedly, it's, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this, but it's supposed to allow for safer oral. Yeah, because it's like wearing nylons. Yes. I'm so fucking into this shit. I, I, what you, what I costed her with questions. Oh, oh my God. All she right. was like, get out of here. I, I, <laughs> she's like, you're too into the product. All right. Loretta says, uh, stale sex. Yes. With many different partners and times in my life, I would sometimes imagine someone else in the place of my stale partner or I endured it and or tried something new like biting my partner. <laughs> but I'm hesitant to initiate things myself. So mostly endured it. Mostly she just endured. I the, hate the enduring something. Endured she, the stale endure, sex. Enduring. You, you have to enduring working a, out as exercise. It's a that, hard question. Or that's a hard thing to bring up to a partner being like, you know what? This is not so fun for me. Well, like Cassie said, you know, do some research, work on yourself and see if it transfers over and see if someone takes notice. Or there's also sex therapists out there that can help with you. Yep. We got a fuckload of responses, by the way. Right, I, I so, mean, we have so many. All right. So just read a couple more and then we'll have to save them for our next Lovely podcast episode. Okay. Oh, we had this is an interesting one from Jay. I had to fake my orgasm by flexing my penis and pretending I was coming. See, oh my God. Jay, would you please stop faking orgasms? I don't understand why anybody fakes an orgasm. You're, orgasms are are so wonderful, <laughs> but there's, and, and if you don't achieve one, for especially for a woman, she, apparently Jay is not a woman, but if for a woman, if you don't achieve one, you still enjoy the process of getting there. But, and you can also finish off yourself. There's so many things you can do besides train someone to do the wrong thing. You got God it. God damn it. God damn, she got it on her soapbox over there. Renee says, introduce a new sex toy. If your partner is receptive to it, then it can open up a whole new world. Also Renee, a good substance, whether it be smoked, eaten, or well, we're or, gonna, or, or drank when we're, appropriate. We're going to get into substances in a little bit because I talked and we... We had a little TikTok clip about my recommendation of smoking weed. And that brings us to the end of this wonderful segment presented by Like a Kitten. Wow. I thought I'd wow more than purr because I'm purring as needing work. Cam, I got the perfect solution for stale sex. What is that, Moot? A Like a Kitten box. Like a Kitten, you heard us talking about them. They are a wonderful sponsor that creates these amazing boxes that you can send right to your door. With all of the essential ingredients for a sexy ass weekend, month, or season. And if you've ever visited a sex toy shop, which I have, you know that the number of products to choose from can be totally overwhelming. It's even worse when you start online shopping. But Like a Kitten makes everything so much easier. That's right. They got these subscription gift boxes. So each season, you'll receive a new shipment right to your door with all the ingredients to spice up your sex life. This spring, they got an awakening box. And you know what they got in that awakening box? Strawberry nipple arousal cream, cheeky apple lube, and melting rose petals for the bath. The spring subscription box is cheap. $79 is a great deal since the products in this box retail for well over $150. These these boxes make awesome birthday gifts. Bachelorette uh, gifts. I've given it to friends. They've been very grateful. I bet they have. Yeah, because it basically is giving the gift of a fucking sexy-ass time for, to someone. Like a Kitten's box also helps the world because a portion of all sales goes to charities to empower women and support their education and health. To celebrate spring, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash mom or enter code mom at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash mom or use code mom to get 15% off these incredible boxes. You and your partner will be purring like a kitten. Likeakitten.com slash mom. The link is in the episode's description. So let's just dive into a little recap of what's been going on in our lives. Let's do that. I will say um, very little sexually has been going on in my life because I've been having to share a room with you for the past week. I'll, I would actually agree with that. A hotel room. Although who knows what you did when I'm not around. I didn't masturbate the whole week. I Dang. felt like exploding by the time I got home. <laughs> It's horrible. Anyway, there was one experience that uh, related to bodily functions. 
Yes. That I thought we, we could share. There's nothing funnier than bodily functions, as we know. We got a lot of a lot of applause for our description of your stinky ass cum. Yes. There was a third person that was sharing the room with us. That would be your sister. Okay. Guess we're gonna share her identity. Uh so it was me, my sister, and my mother sharing okay. a room I together. I did ask her. I said, Is it okay if I can share on the podcast about you sharding? <laughs> She said so she what? was having some bowel issues. She was having, I, I don't think she was having bowel issues. I think all of a sudden she just started. Uh, okay. So I'm there in the, in the hotel apartment, the, the room and I'm working away and suddenly <laughs> both of you guys come running in at different times. First she goes, I just called engineering. There's been an incident. <laughs> and what does that mean? She, she goes, I wouldn't go in the bathroom right now. Oh, no. The toilet bowl is completely <laughs> encased in shit. <laughs> so, so she, so, and then she leaves. Thank God. So then you waltz in and hey. you go, I just called engineering as well. There's some tapping going on in this, this room. Yeah, tapping. I don't understand that. Why are there, <laughs> there's always something going on whenever I stay in a hotel room. So then finally, first of all, why is anyone calling engineer to be engineering to begin with? I called engineering. Why is she calling engineering? She called because she thought that she should do that because it was way beyond housekeeping's <laughs> capabilities. They need a whole new toilet in there. So, so the guy comes in. He's already stressed. I could tell. He's, yeah, he's sweating everywhere. He sweating. No mask. Pa panting. panting. Yeah. And you go, so what's the problem? And you go, you're, you don't know how to communicate with him. You're, what, do you, what do you mean I don't know how to communicate with you him? You look at me and you're like, oh, there's some tapping. <laughs> and and he's like, what? There's no tapping. I don't hear any tapping. First of all, he didn't, of course he didn't hear tapping because he wouldn't, he wouldn't even give me a chance to tell him what the tapping was all about. He just immediately assumed it was in the bathroom, which I didn't say it was. And it was actually in the bedroom that I heard the tapping. No, you did say in the bathroom. I said in the bathroom, you might be able to hear it. He immediately was running in there, turns the water on, turns on both the faucet for the sink and for the shower. He's a busy man keeping he, the building together. Without without two seconds for me to explain anything. He goes, oh, no tapping. Anything else? Anything else. And I'm like, wait a second. How would you know no tapping? But then I figured, but this is a lost cause. Because it's like when you take your car and it get fixed and they can't find the problem. And then two seconds later, you drive out. And of course, the problem exists. And so then you look at me and I go, yeah. <laughs> my sister had an accident <laughs> I, I'm not I'm throwing her right on the fucking bus I don't need him to start thinking that I encase the toilet and shit or me thank god I said my sister had an accident <laughs> he took a look the, in the bathroom <laughs> and, he, and he goes well that happens to us all I'm calling housekeeping <laughs> the housekeeper comes now we got the housekeeping in there housekeeping is there for 30 minutes i don't know what she's doing in the fucking toilet i didn't know i wouldn't even go in there because i thought the way you talked about it that it was split <laughs> I, 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 I held my piss for about three hours so i didn't go into that bathroom i thought it was splattered all over the walls i thought <laughs> I it might have been it could have been i don't know what the fuck happened in there <laughs> But like I, and then I told the housekeeper as well, this is my sister's doing. This yeah, is not mine. And, and the poor woman. She did, I don't even know if she spoke English, that poor thing. She just was in there for an hour cleaning away. And then you. Then I said, do you, you think I should was, tip her? Should I tip her? I go, Absolutely tip her. She's just been swimming in shit for the past hour. <laughs> so, so I didn't have anything on me that was like tippable. Like in other words, that my bills were too high. So I'm scrounging for cash. So I go, give me some, give me some money. I have $2. Yeah, I had a couple dollars too. But other than that, I think I had 100 I was not about to give $100. So you run into the hallway. I went looking for her. And to give her the $4. I went sprinting down the hallway to give her the $4. She was very grateful for it. I felt so bad about this situation. It was a it was a shitty situation. It's a shitty situation, but there's no toilet bowl cleaner in there, so I don't know what you want to do with this in, in the first place, you know? What you she mean? couldn't clean her. She, my sister couldn't clean it herself, so. But why didn't she flush the toilet? What, what's going on with her bowels anyway? That she's... I don't know what her problem was. Okay. But it, it, apparently it was very bad. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, so we did a, I have to say visiting when you move away from your hometown visiting is very stressful yeah we, it was especially very stressful. when you're using your deceased father's car and, and it died not, barely functional not once but twice yes and uh, you were very good about reading the YouTube uh, how to's how to jump a car well we needed this shit going what was crazy this is a wild experience the first time it died where you're in my grandpa's my deceased the, grandpa's the garage. garage right so we call triple a right they say it's gonna be an hour to get there to, to jump the car 
No one has jumper cables. There's no jump. I'm surprised because my dad was the kind of guy that would have jumper cables. We couldn't in even his get car. into the car. It completely, it was completely dead. Completely dead. So and, and it's late at night, and we had a busy schedule ahead of us. So we see this guy coming into the garage. Yeah, it's old fuck. I've had a problem with him before because the people in condo, old people's condos are very crap. They're very crappy. He's a condo commando. They have no patience and they think everything is their way or the highway. He's fucking taking control of the building. So I walk up and I said, hey, just wondering, do you have any jumper cables? He goes, no. Okay. And all of a sudden, right behind him is, is a AAA truck. <laughs> and I go, what, what's that? He goes, oh, they're here to jump my car. I'm like, excuse me. How about my fucking car? My fucking car is sitting right here. Do you think we could possibly come? And then all of a, a sudden, fucker. AAA gets a call. And they're like, we have a call to the same address. Is this a duplicate? I'm like, no, it's not a duplicate. This is us. This is us. What a fucker to go. Yeah, no no jumper cables. No jumper You're cables. You're on your own. Don't even bother saying that there's a there's literally a, a truck behind a me vehicle that does behind this. us. What a fucker. It was, it was very fortuitous, though. The guy helped us out. So when you get older, you say you, you can't wait to get older. Are you going to yes. be like a crotchety old man like that? Or are you going to be like one that's like lusting after all the elderly women? I'll be lusting after. Because you're, you're already lusting. I'll probably be crotchety as well. We went to see... Well, why, why is... You can't be one or the other? You have to be one or the other? I can't, I can't be crotchety and lusting? Why are you crotchety? I'm already crotchety. I know. That is true. You are a crotchety person. Speaking of crotchety. What? I hate returning home in... I'm completely out of all underwear. Does oh. that ever happen to you? You ran out of underwear two days prior. I, Don't I, act like it, this is when you, you got you home. You won't believe what I'm wearing right now. You're going to stand up and demonstrate? I, I'm afraid to see. Oh. Our videographer gets a show. Everybody's going to get a show. Oh, you got on little floral boxers. These are little uh, girls... Underwear? Uh, shorts. Why are you wearing girls' shorts? This is the last I, I ever had. I got this from a friend. Did you see that? I got, I, I got this from a friend from Burning Man. And why are you wearing them? What else am I going to wear under this shit? Maybe it's better to go to commando than wearing little girls' shorts. I know, no, no, no. I'm going to be chafing all over the place. Who does that? No way. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Anyway, I would like to describe what going home on the flight. I had the worst situation that you can have on an airline. Can I just ask one question? What? If you were sleeping with someone and you go into their closet and, and you, you discover <laughs> little, girl shorts? little girl shorts, what do you think? I'd be concerned, but, you know, everyone has a kink. Someone actually yesterday at that sex party said they love the idea of their their partner getting into panties. I told you that one of my friends back in the day when I was not as awake as I am about sexuality, she said her partner that she was having sex with loved to get the two of them in, into her underwear. Pink, both, lacy underwear. They're both, both in it together. I don't That's know how very constraining. two very, very large people could do that, but they did. And I thought that was a bit odd then. And uh, now it's like, oh, just another kink. That's a way to make it less stale. Put the other person in your underwear. Okay. If you put any woman in those little girls' underwear, I guarantee you will not have a second date. <laughs> okay? I'm Unless she's as wacky as you. I'm going to put it to the test, mother. But I would like to talk more about undergarments. Yes. I'm on the airplane. And and as you know, and and I, dis I discussed this earlier on an earlier podcast, mm. and I've done six videos now on TikTok about it. I don't know why women have to wear bras anymore. There's, I don't know what happened to me. Somehow my bras are completely uncomfortable and they're annoying me and I want to not wear them very often. So I forgot that I don't like them and I wore them on that plane going home. Oh, bad move. Bad move because I'm wearing a t-shirt and a sweatshirt and I figured I got to get this thing off of me and I don't want to go to the bathroom again because why? I've already gone four times. Oh my God. So I think I can do this. I can take my bra off on no, the airplane. No way. And no one's going to know it. No way. No way is right. Who's sitting next to you at this point? Who is sitting next to me? Oh, some girl who is like madly in love with the guy next to her and is eating like, uh, like a never seen someone eat like literally a huge black and white cookie after her meal. And then she takes out a huge muffin. Why do you care? I'm like, what? How much sugar is she eating? <laughs> Why are you concerned about the person's sugar intake? I was very annoyed by this. I couldn't you believe it. You were annoyed it. by yes. it? Yes. Why did she have to Meanwhile, you're some... fucking taking off your clothes next to her. Yes. Yeah, so I decided, okay, I think I can do this if I leave both my inner shirt on and my jacket on and I'll just try to undo my bra at the same time and i got halfway through and i realized i'm kind of stuck i couldn't get up oh to go to the bathroom my God. and i got i couldn't get the bra off my my shoulder oh my god it was i was sweating i was freaking out i was like what am i gonna do walk around with the bra hanging out underneath me how did you do this i don't know i just kept 
maneuvering. She didn't think it was weird that you squirm it all around. I'm sure she was probably and... so annoyed, and that's probably what caused her to eat the second muffin. <laughs> but man, that was uh, I did it. Wait, so then you and I kept her... thinking, I got to, I got to talk about this on the podcast. This is where my mind goes. I'm doing it for you, sneaky freaks out there. I literally took my bra off on an airplane in public. Wait, so you take it off? You get and it I off? Stuffed it into my purse. She didn't see that you no, took a bra off? I, I couldn't even look at her to see if she was watching. Yeah, and you know how how strange it would be if you see someone next to you taking off? Suddenly they're holding their bra? I had to sit there for another two hours and I was not going to be uncomfortable. All right. You got to do what you got to do. I approve of that. And by the way, <laughs> I would like to make another law. What? If I was if I was the, the, the state senator. Yes. Or maybe in, the, in a federal court of law of some sort. Yes. Okay. So I would say. If you are planning on bringing an 18-month-old baby on the plane oh, yeah. who had just came from Ireland, I yeah, heard. I was falling in love with this baby. This baby was behind me. The baby decides to start crying a, a good hour into it. Okay, so it's a four-hour flight. And, 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 and the pilot comes on and says, we're adding 45 more minutes to our flight. What was that all about? You know, he says, maybe we'll try to take some shortcuts. And I was like, don't take any fucking shortcuts. I know. You come up and go, like, he better not take shortcuts. I don't want him to take shortcuts. What do you What do you care? Is he going to shortcut into a fucking storm? We're going to be turbulence. That's what I, you said. Take I, the he, long route. I don't care. Take the scenic route. Do you you didn't have care? a tight ass bra on with a baby behind you. That's not only you had the crying. worst seat in the entire plane. I did crying, and not only that, kicking my seat every two minutes, kicking, kicking. Not, not even two minutes. Every thirty seconds. I was concerned for the the little baby's eustachian tubes that have not developed. Well, good for you because I agree with you. First of all, the little baby should be drugged. First this of all, is the what baby I did should to not you. be on the flight. Yeah, no baby should be brought on flights. Because their brains, their 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 sinuses are not developed. They're going to experience barotrauma. And the next thing you know, they're not going to be able to experience any sensations when, when going up and down. Time out. What? What the fuck is barotrauma? It's what I experience every time I get on a plane because you brought me on a plane. What? Yes, you would bring always me on drugged a plane. You. you drugged me and I didn't have the, the the sinuses developed yet. Next thing you know, I have all these nasal polyps that prevent... This is my fault? Yes. Again, I something's my go, fault. I can't go scuba diving. I can't go in there. Because airplane. of me? Yes. This is unbelievable. Anyway, go on. I don't believe that you should take your child... Yeah, I don't either. ...on a plane. Me neither. Subject him to trauma. Barotrauma. Without drugs. No, no, no. Drugs. There's no drugs. You don't put them on the plane. Yeah, you give them some of that Sudafed or whatever. Not even Sudafed. What's antihistamine? Make them sleep. They're, they'll be more comfortable. So they wake the up. person they, in front they, of you they, more oh, comfortable. They discover they have a whole hemorrhage in their brain because of this. No, it, it decongests them. It's, it's no decongestion. All right, well, I'm just saying, if it was up to me, I'd say no child on the drug. You know, we have to show our vaccination cards. They have to show how much how much medication they were given <laughs> before they got on the plane. That's the only way they should allow it on the plane. If you're under five, you must be drugged. I was falling in love with this baby. I became, I don't know what happened to me on this trip. I think I became very, you know how people say that they become, what is it called? Baby obsessed or like they get, they get the instinct to, to you have First a you child. need somebody to have a partner. You need a partner that wants to have your baby. What if I just have the baby alone? Just me and the baby. Then don't say big daddy. You promised me that you're going to drug the baby on an airplane. <laughs> I'm not bringing that kid on an airplane until the age of five. <laughs> anyway, I think I am experiencing some sort of loneliness and I'll tell you why. Why? I was uh, dreaming that I was matching with people on Hinge. That's strange. All right. So you're looking for a I know that it's very much on your mind. It's very much on my mind. I also don't like that because we're on a family sharing plan, you get to see oh, I have to go through you in order to get fucking approval to buy Wait, let me just credits get, to Bumble and let shit. Me, let me get this straight. Yeah. I'm nice enough to put you on a family plan that I pay for. No, 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 You no, no, apparently no. are upset because you tried to go on Hinge or one so of these for, dating sites and they made me and you had to take it out of my money or something? Whoa, whoa. No, it's for some reason. You, you know how we can fa we do family sharing apps? Yeah, like, the only way it's so sharing the, is you, you taking my, my... What apps do I want from your phone? I don't care what apps that you... I don't want any of your fucking apps. Who told you that you, you wanted any apps from my phone? I never said that you did or didn't. I didn't even know there was an issue with well, sharing. Well, my, now I have to go through you for approvals for me to fucking get unlimited No, you swipes. should be... Right now, if, as far as I'm concerned, you can get off my family. I'm off. I'm off. Get off that family. I'm fucking off that shit. And your brother and sister should be off too. Are All they right. on? Uh, no, they're not. They were never on. No, they're never on. The only person that was on was you. Yeah, because I wanted to use your iCloud storage. Oh, you're out. 
You're no, on no, I'm st- somehow I was able to finagle you're back so in- that I got the iCloud, but I also can do the bimble, bumble. Sneaky freaks. Anyway, can, can I just this say- This is what I have to contend with. Can I just this say- is, This is the way I get blamed for everything. In my, 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 I thought it was a magnanimous gesture. Magnanimous. Yeah, magnanimous. Okay, moving on. I want to say there's a new development on Hinge, which I thought was interesting, which is a dating app. They I'm aware you, of what Hinge is. Most of the sneaky freaks might not know. It's a dating app. It says, what are your dating intentions? And you oh. have to label what you're looking for. Here are the options. And you tell me what you think I, I've, I've labeled, okay? Okay. Life partner, long-term relationship. Why are you choosing to blow your nose? <laughs> so, why do I have to ask permission? No, it's just my... every time I start talking about I, anything, you, you decide to start blowing your nose. All okay. I do is get blamed. Okay. Ready? Life partner, life partner, long-term relationship, long-term relationship, but open to short, short-term relationship, but open to long, short relationship, and figuring out my dating goals or prefer not to say. What? There's way too many options. You've glossed over it. I can't, I don't remember. You literally have it in front of you. All right, well, just tell me what one you chose. Long-term relationship, open to short. Wonderful. So glad that you did. That Maybe basically I, said nothing. I honestly think basically it, that what you just said is I'm open to anything. I just want my. Is, I just want someone to hit my child so I can bring him on an airplane. <laughs> Five years of age, short term relationship open to long or long term relationship open to short. Very hard to parse out. I very I, I always start out with short term relationship open to long. You don't think I should? You think I should? Cho- you need to find out if they're good and bad. That's the first important part. <laughs> you know. Find out if they are good and bad. If they're compatible with you, if they know how to kiss, if they don't know how to kiss, at least they know how to go down. You got to test all the waters. <laughs> this business of just jumping, waiting till marriage is stupid. Oh. Live with that person. Oh. Live with them a long time before you commit. And when you do commit, get a goddamn prenup. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a warrior here. Just, a warrior. I'm just telling you, just get, keep yourself safe. Uh, and do not give up who you are for your partner. Oh, I like that. Look at you on the soapbox. I'm on my soapbox today, aren't I? You are. Yeah. I will That's say. That's what a little cookie will do to you. I will just finish by saying I knew I was very lonely on this trip a little bit because I started playing, playing a game with you called Long Time No See. Oh, my God. This is a great game. I For think... anyone experiencing loneliness, go into your phone and try to think of the last person that you possibly texted. Or the, the, no, no, not the last. The the person you texted texted longest ago. Yes. So I found someone from 2014 that I haven't texted. And what did you text? And who is this person? This is a kid that I grew up with. Okay. And you haven't texted him in how many years is that? It's uh, seven. Seven. No. Nope. Eight. eight. Eight years you haven't yeah. texted this guy. Have you called him on the phone? No. Have you seen him? No. So this is like basically a stranger. It's basically a stranger. And you only get to text him four words, long time no see. That's it. And you see how they respond. How do you respond? No response. That's I exactly what it, That's what happened to me. You also. I texted a guy that used to work within a car dealership. Oh, Yeah. And but you didn't say long time no see. I didn't. I gave him a little because this was before we decided to play this game. Yeah. But I, it, it it blossomed into that. I basically said I think you would. It, it's me because sometimes you have new numbers, right? Yeah. So I wasn't sure you didn't. Maybe that's the same thing happened to you. Okay. I want I want to encourage our sneaky freaks. Do this and let us know. Play, play the long time no see game. Text your friend or whoever this is who you haven't texted in years. Hopefully we can see the previous message from like yeah. See that I got like screwed that. because I got a new phone and deleted all my messages. And then text them long time no see. Take a screenshot of their response and then send it to us at three one zero three five six three nine two zero. Text us. We cannot wait to see your long time no see. Yeah, this is going to be good. Don't worry, we will not put anybody's phone numbers on the internet. No, but we will read that conversation. We'll if read it's the com- We'll read the comment. I sent a uh, a car dealer. Uh, someone who's very funny, a TikTok video of another guy that was trying to sell cars, and I thought he'd get a kick out of it, and I got no response. No response. So We're going to get a response one of these days. One of these days, but we did get other responses here. It's time for Hit On or, or shit, shit On. This is the segment of the show where we share your wonderful comments and questions and thoughts that you leave us on TikTok or Instagram, wherever you chime in. 
And uh, we determine whether they are a hit on or a shit on. That's right. And uh, this week we got several responses. I, uh, I'll i start. Okay. Go for it. I, um, I put out a, a, a request to my, my Instagram followers saying, does anyone know of any good hair cutters in Los Angeles? And I put, you know, the ability to respond and uh, got many responses. One person responded saying, can I do your eyebrows? Oh boy, that, that, that's an interesting hit on or shit on. It's one, on one hand, they, you could say, well, they think your eyebrows are too bushy or something. That's wrong exactly with that. right. What do they think? I'm fucking Gandalf over here with like, bushy ass eyebrows? <laughs> on the other hand, maybe they're into the kink of the eye. Maybe this is, no. a, this is a new kink. You know who this was? Who? The fucking, the, the girls that we interviewed last week. Nikki, one of Nikki or Cammy fucking oh my texted God. They in. They want to do your eyebrows. Can I do your eyebrows? It, like I said, it could be a kink. I, it, knowing them, knowing it's probably them, a fucking kink. It could be kink. a kink. Yeah. Well, another one, I but, was trying to... By the way, wait, wait, one more thing. Wait, the last person I hooked up with, actually, also, as they were leaving, they said, next time I'm with you, can we do your eyebrows? I actually was thinking today I'd like someone to do my eyebrows. I was never thinking that I want someone to do my <laughs> eyebrows. I think my eyebrows are fucking fine. I also got another one over here when we were in Chicago. Uh, we were trying to get into a bar that was closed. You're frantically trying to open the door. This was a scary thing in Chicago, by the way. Don't walk around the streets of Chicago late at night when no one's on the street. We were approached by a stranger who turns to me and goes, hey, Johnny Depp, you got any money? <laughs> right now, first of all, that's it funny. It's topical. It, it's very topical. That's what I was going to say. It's funny even without being in the news right now, but what the fuck is going on with Johnny Depp anyway? You Oh, you think I do look like Johnny Depp? No, I'm just saying you, you think he just came up with Johnny Depp because he just saw it on the news? I don't think so. I think that maybe he saw some resemblance. Yeah, you look like Captain Sparrow. That's good. Anyway, would you say Captain that's Captain Sparrow hit? with huge eyebrows or something. Would you say that's a hit on or shit on? I actually like the look of Johnny Depp despite him being a fucking sketchball. All right, we're going with hit on. Hit on. All right. What, what do you got this week, mother? John Gastonia says... You'd still get it with a quickness, ma'am, like a Swanson's TV dinner, you're hot. What is a Swanson's TV dinner? I, he must be like 80. So I'm hot in that guy's mind. That's a hit on. That's a hit on. Uh, did, did you think the next one is a hit on or a shit on? E. Deard's Void said, you still have a mouth. It's disgusting. It's fucking gross as fuck. It's another shit on. No, I think it's a hit on. You still have a mouth. Yeah, he like, still be oh. with you because you can, you can, I don't know if I'm. I don't want to get into it. The whole image is disgusting. Well, C dude, nineteen fifty three says bad case of the gone the the gone ass. What is that? Why? Because I said you know like I, I don't know what happened with my boobs going down, my ass going down. He said bad case of the gone ass. Oh my god! But this next guy, Ogwar Hammer seventy three, said I'd still hit it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm so th I'm flattered that he'd still hit still. it. Still. If if he needed to. How about Teddy Sweet? Granny, you're all right. With a bunch of cool uh, emojis with Why the glasses Why are they calling on. me Granny? Okay, I'll take it. It's still a hit on, right? But the next one, this is unbelievable. User 7806357, blah, blah, blah. Wait, can I just say, if you have a, like all numbers. You're sketch. You're sketchy, yeah. He writes, and you're dried up below, double whammy. Now that's a fuck another double, that double fucking fuck user you. piece of shit. Fuck that guy. I'm going to have to do a little response video to that. You should just spray him with Uber Lube. That's a good idea. Some of you need to because they sag so badly. Oh, so I did a whole thing on the, the, whether or not you have to wear the bra or not. Right. right. Ban the bra. And I think this guy, I think I pinned this comment because I thought it was so funny. Babarama. You see what he says? He says, some of you need to, need to do what? Ban the bra? Wear a bra. Oh, some of you need to wear a bra because they sag so badly it looks like you're playing soccer. You thought that was funny? I thought that was funny. That's so mean. I'm really into, since I saw Ted Lasso, I'm into soccer. That's why you think it's funny? Well, he's, he's telling me, you that the he did, boobs he fall so some low, of you. He sag. didn't necessarily say it was me. That's not a nice thing to say. You think that's a hit on though? Uh, no, you I don't think that, that, that's not a hit on. Oh, my God. And then we had two more here. One Talia was, Longworth says, I'm in Australia. I need a bra to prevent underboob sweat. I never thought of that. That it like absorbs the sweat? And, well, if the you, you're hanging down there to sweating underneath there, I don't know. <laughs> and then we switched gears and we back to the, the video we did on weed and how I said it helps, you know, 
when when you're having sex to smoke some weed. We got a lot of, I mean, that's over 150,000 views and likes on this thing. Are the silent writes, weed makes women finish two times faster than normal. And after the first, the rest are easier. See? Look at that. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's not necessarily a hit on or a shit on, but he, I guess it's a hit on because he agrees with me. How do you know it's a guy? Could be whoever. I don't know who the hell it is, but they agree with us. Anyway, thank you for all of your hit ons or, or shit ons. And now it is time for the most fun part of the day. Yeah, right. You know what that is. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news is a segment of the show where my mother shares earth shattering, groundbreaking, breaking news. What do we got this week, mother? Unbelievable. The freakiest sex world records that are actually real. Oh, boy. I I couldn't believe some of these. Where's this coming from? The Ranker. Ranker Ranker.com. Yeah. You got a problem with that? Well, I just think it's a very reputable news source that you've exactly. got. Exactly. It's, it's similar to the Wall Street Journal. Yes. Well, this is unbelievable. I'm just going to read a few of them. What do we got? Someone hit the record for the most orgasms in a day. They had 200 plus orgasms. It's more than Mort. Can you imagine? Wait, he had five. This is 200 plus. That's that, crazy. That's a, free, See, that's a freaky I, that's, record. That's it, pretty. First of all, how is this person counting? That is a good question. And it is that's so exhausting. It, she's she is, her name is Sarah and she suffers from persistent genital arousal syndrome and experiences up to 200 orgasms a day. Oh my god, wow! Here's another one the world's most dangerous sex position is the cowgirl. Hmm, don't get in this one. Oh Maybe boy, this is how you broke your dick. What happened in 2015? Scientists delivered some discouraging news when they revealed that. Rigorous t- after rigorous testing, they discovered that the world's most dangerous exposition, the cowgirl, was also one of the most performed. Wait, mom, is it, this a new article? Well, they're just talking about an old research. Yeah, but you said the freaky sex world records that are actually real. How is it, this a record? Because it's still no one's passed it. Oh, okay. Okay, the next one. Wait, the, what? No, oh, cowgirls the da- most yeah, dangerous. Yes. Why? They, be, I don't know. It doesn't say. <laughs> this is such useless information. It is not. The next one, the world's strongest vagina can lift 31 pounds. 31 pounds. You know, I remember going through um, the red light district in Amsterdam. Yeah. There was a woman who took a cigarette and she was able to smoke a cigarette through her the, Oh, that the, cannot be good. The vagina. That's got to be very bad. She was very. She had some strong labia. Yeah, but you having that smoke in there, that's probably not good for Why you. Why are you thinking of that? I'm just saying it's pretty wild. Well, what else are you thinking of? Where's the smoke going? <laughs> By the way, there's an honorable mention to a guy that has diphelia, which is two working penises. Oh. So he can lift a lot with those. <laughs> the next one, I bet you can't, you wouldn't be, you would never believe this one. This is a statistic that. Unbeatable. Oh, wow. I can't wait for this. The world's largest natural breasts are at, at 10, 102 ZZZ. I, I, I don't even know what, 32 Z. Holy shit. Can you imagine walking around? I'm, I'm like a 34. What do you think is as big as this table? I think it sounds like ginormous. You think it's bigger, you think bigger or smaller than this table? Probably if, bigger if than the table. If I were sitting here, would my bigger tits than the be table. touching you? The tits would be touching. Are they are they real? Yes, totally real. Listen to this one. The world's oldest virgin was 107 years old. Oh, wow. That's it's someone who, who lived a long time without having sex. It's kind of sad, but maybe that's what kept her alive. Maybe. Uh, the world's first porn. In 1896, Le Coucher de la Marie. Wow. Um, I wonder how soon that was after cameras came out. Uh, man, I don't know. That was probably the first thing that was recorded. Someone fucking. Honorable mention goes to the 1972 film Deep Throat. It's the world's highest grossing porn, making somewhere between 50 million and, I'm sorry, yeah, 50 million and 600 million, but honestly, it's probably over 50 million. I don't know. Have you heard of that one before? I think I've seen it. Oh, wow. All right. Can we uh, yeah, on wrap the one, up? One, one last one, because I think you'll get a kick out of this. The most queefs ever recorded, <laughs> 93 and 30 seconds. <laughs> what, can you just see? The, what is this person doing? Like sitting there with a stopwatch? Like, listen... It's lovely, Cam. It's, That's exactly it, what that sounds like. 93 queefs, 93 30 seconds. Queefs. Disgusting. Oh, well, this is an honor of Mort. I thought that was the end. An honor of Mort, I would say, the longest amount of time spent masturbating, nine hours and 58 minutes. Wow. That's a long time. That's a lot of masturbating going that's on. A, that's a full day. 
It's a full over a full day's work. Nine hours and 58 minutes. So it was 10 hours. He probably got up in the morning and jerked off. I mean, who knows if it was a he anyway. It could, be. It could have been a she. No, it's, it's, let's, let me see what it says here. All right. It, the name is Mansanabu Sato. I don't know who that is. Because it was, a, it was <laughs> an, an you don't, it's an annual masturbate-a-thon. Wow. Maybe more should join that. I don't think it's that safe to do that. Not safe? It's just going to be, you know, really callous. There's the, definitely the going to be, I mean, well, let's say use Uber Lube to save the day. Uber Lube. Well, that's Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News. Oh, no. Which leaves us with the best segment of the show. Which I think we've already done. The segment of the show that, that will fucking tickle your taint. They'll get your, <laughs> Why is it your always tits tick- in a bind. Why is it always tickling the taint? They'll get your heart elevated so much that it begins palpitating and causing concern and leaving you to go to the cardiologist. It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Zuppers is, is the place to be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's Zuppers, the segment of the show where I share something near and dear to my heart, something that my mother typically finds titillating. 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 It's titillating. Or boring. Or most likely hor- horrendously boring. Okay. It's Cam's Zuppers. Cam's Zuppers. This is a quick one. Thank the freaking Lord. It's a quick one because I realized. I was watching Bruce Almighty with my grandma in Chicago. Yeah. And they were talking about all the different wishes that people have, you know. And I started thinking about, it, like, and like prayers, you know, prayers. You know? What would I pray for if I actually did pray? You don't pray? Do you pray? I pray on airplanes, basically. That's you do pray. It. Well, I kind of try to do a little visualizing. I send some loving kindness to the pilots. Okay. Why couldn't you send loving kindness to that kid and to put the spell on that kid to go to sleep? I, I was actually. You were? Trying to do some of that shit anyway. Anyway, I realized my prayers, I think my most consistent prayer is help in being present. Because that is the best thing to wish for, I think. Okay. That What, what is more important than that? Um, serenity. Being at peace, well, comfort, that usually being comes comfort. from being present. You can be present and be completely annoyed, yes, like I am kind of right now. You, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. That was a kidding. But even more so than like billions of dollars or things like that. Well, we know money doesn't buy a happiness. Uh, even more than getting laid without stale sex for the rest of your life. Okay. I think being present is the key. Anyway, that's Cam's uppers. Thank the Lord. Woo! We you, made it through it. Well, you kind of had little Alan Watts quotes earlier, so, you know, I don't why, think we, why can't, that's we're just not lacking. Talking. We're not lacking in any in wisdom. In any wisdom. I would encourage people to, to be in the here and the now. I thought it was the cutest thing I've ever heard when you, you were having t- trouble um, communicating with my mother because she's got advanced Parkinson's and you were trying to think of what to talk about and you looked online to see what a... What do grandsons talk about with their grandparents? Yeah, questions to ask your grandmas. Questions to ask. And there actually is something you can Google called questions, questions to, ask to ask your grandmas. Absolutely. That, I started that, asking her. It was a great idea. I started asking her all about where her name came from and how she got named. Some Learn, learn some shit. What did she say? Her mother named her. Brilliant <laughs> answer. I asked her if she, you know, how she, be, she was always like the most attractive mom around and i mean she was the original the og cougar as far as i'm concerned okay and all my friends were like the guy friends all had crushes on her Mm -hmm. including my boyfriend and i asked her how does it feel to be the og cougar and she said i don't feel that cougarish anymore oh it was very sweet oh she's a sweetheart yeah shout out to the bird all right we've reached the end mother and when it comes to the end we got to thank the people who made the show possible first of all our patrons Thank you so much to you sneaky freak patrons. And welcome to the family, Christopher K., the big papa. Oh, big papa. Now there is something. Christopher K., thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your financial support. Why, Cam, tell us why it is important to support us on Patreon. First of all, it helps us record this in a real studio with good mics, with amazing video, with the help of Dr. Self Tapes. Because you guys know that you can watch all these podcasts on YouTube at Sex Talk with My Mom. That's right. And uh, I mean, it, it pretty much helps fund that. So thank you to our patrons for doing that. But also, if you join Patreon, you get to be part of exclusive Discord channels so you can communicate with all the other sneaky freaks on Patreon. 
You can join us for a monthly Zoom call with all the sneaky freaks that are truly phenomenal people, wonderful family, uh, and, it, and it supports us. So, And you can message us back and forth. That's right. So please join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And, and if you know, if you're already a patron and you know of people who want to join, let them know about us. And I want to thank everyone who's left us a rating and a review. Those are so fun to read. We, it makes our day. Yes, we got one that's five stars from Middle Aged Weirdo. <laughs> this person writes... Right up my alley. Quirky and funny. My husband and I love your show and we listen for a fun and we listen for information as well. Just turning 50 years ourselves, we appreciate how young at heart Karen Lee is and Woo-hoo. love that she's still rocking an attitude in sex life. Woo. We absolutely adore Cam's laugh and Anna's vulnerability. Aww. Thank you for doing so much for humanity. Oh. Thank you for doing so much for humanity. That is There's, so that's, sweet. A, that's a compliment. Our videographer is laughing over here. Cannot believe that we're doing something for humanity with this show. We're keeping people alive over here. I, I'm glad you're having a fun time over there. Yeah, we're keeping people alive, and I appreciate that middle-aged weirdo. You can call me a middle-aged weirdo anytime. Thank you to everyone who's left us ratings and reviews. It really helps us out. Please do so at ratethispodcast.com slash mom, and please share this with a friend. Those are all the asks we have for you. And shall I sing them out? Sing them out, Mom. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and spicing it up with your sex scripties. Sex scripties. Oh, sex scripties. <laughs> we love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.